I'm Kaya. And I'm Aspen. And we're burning the disco down. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hello. It's me. How is everyone doing? <laughs> I hope everyone's having the best week of their entire lives. I'm barely alive. So. <laughs> Every week we're like, we are struggling so, so much. And we do it to ourselves every time. Yeah, true. Um, This episode's going to be kind of like update all about the LA Eras tour, talk about 1989. But first, we got to talk about what we've been streaming because we haven't talked about that in so long and we right. need to bring it back. Right. So what have you been streaming? I have been streaming... I'm blanking on the name for some reason. Bad <laughs> idea, right? Solid. Yes. God, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All that's that, in my head is. Also, uh, yes, I know that he's not ex, but can two people still wobble? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't two people reconnect? Like, I only see him as a friend. The biggest lie I ever said. <laughs> I ever said. It's so good. It really is. <sighs> um, What were you going to say? I'm streaming oh. for obvious reasons. You got to prepare. Yeah. As if it's not my favorite album of all time. But yeah. <laughs> you can never be too prepared, you know? You can you can never learn those words too many no. times. Nope. nope. Okay, Slay. Um, what about you? Also, I've been streaming Bad Idea, right? Right. <laughs> and honestly, I've been kind of streaming Vampire because for some reason when it first came out, Wait, did it come out near Speak Now? Uh, I can't even... It's all a blur like, to me. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. Well, for some reason, when it first came out, I didn't listen that much. I really like it. Like, I should have I think listened. it came out after Speak Now. Maybe that's why. But, like, but I never really... No offense. I just, like, never really streamed Speak Now that much. I, like, streamed the... Um, I almost said the Sprite songs, the Vault songs, but that yeah, was, yeah. like, pretty much it. Yeah, I like. I don't know it. why I didn't stream Vampire, but now I'm like on Vampire too, so it's been kind of yeah. Fun. That's good. And yeah, I feel album. like I don't know for some reason Speak Now just like didn't hit for me the way that I thought it would hit for me. You know? Yeah. It like it's great. I think it was the Vault tracks. It's just not. I don't know. It's. I don't think anything will ever be as good as the Red TV release. So true. That 10 minute all too like, well. That was just I crazy. bet you think about me. All like, of them. It was just, and even all the re-records, like they were just yeah. so good. Like, I mean, that album had a chokehold. So true. So true. I also still listen to it regularly, but you know, what are you going to do? Me too. I mean, also Speak Now just like isn't one of my favorite Taylor albums anyway. So, so that's that probably why. why. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Wait, when does Olivia's album come out? September 8th. <gasps> so soon. Yeah, so soon. So do you think she's going to have like another perfect. single? Yeah. I don't know because she might have one in a couple weeks, like maybe right before. Because she did three last time. I bet she'll do three. So she might do three again. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know what the third one will be, though. It's a mystery. I know. From what we've heard so far, I'm really excited about this album. To be fair, if I did a little bit more digging into what she's put out so far, I could probably figure out what the next one is, but I just haven't had the mental capacity to do that. Yeah. So. I'm pretty sure that one of the 
TikToks that she posted has music that we haven't heard yet. So maybe it's that. Yeah, I was just saying, like, I bet if I watched that little video that she posted before Bad Idea Right came out that has, like, all of the song titles, like, hidden oh, in it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I could figure out what the next single was going to be, but. Yeah. Well, that'll be for that next far. time. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to hear the whole entire album. I just wish it was out right now. I know. Ugh, I love her so much. Thank I also, you. speaking of her, I just finished um, the last season of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Oh, and yeah. And when I, when I tell you that I sobbed, I mean, I sobbed like multiple times. It's was the it best like really sad? Ever put out. Well, because it was like their senior, well, some of their senior years of high school, the other ones were juniors. Aww. But like this season was so well done. It's so good. If you guys watch the show, please DM me about it because I need to talk about it so bad. And Aspen doesn't watch it. So, no, I watched the first season. It was a okay, well, you need to watch it. You need to watch just, the rest. The second one, like when Olivia Rodrigo wasn't in it, I kind of got bored. Yeah, that's fair. But season three is so much better than season two, in my opinion. I mean, I watched the entire season in one night last night, if that tells you anything. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> and I was only awake Slay. last night from 7 p.m. I was only awake yesterday from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. So and in that time period, I finished the whole show. Yeah. Okay, Slay. I need to... Uh, there's just so many shows to watch right now. I know. Oh, it's so good, though. They did such a good job. At the very end, they... It's so fun. I just love the way that they make the show. It's so funny. Like, even Amber was watching it with me, and there was, like, a couple scenes that, like, happened, and she was, like, laughing out loud because they, like, executed them so perfectly. It was so funny. But at the very end, like, at the last episode, they, like, wrap their opening night or whatever... And this isn't a spoiler. I just think it's funny. But they wrap up their opening night. And then at the very end, <laughs> one of them is like, I mean, what do a bunch of theater kids do? Like after their opening night of their high school musical, like what do we even do? And then Ricky, who's Joshua Bassett, is like, oh, I have an idea. <laughs> they all just go to Denny's. And the last scene is just Denny's. Oh, my God. And it's so perfectly done because if you're a theater kid like you you literally always go to denny's after every opening night like it's so spot on so and it's such knew. a universal experience no it was literally so perfect i was like okay you I love tell that. every kid in this like literally every kid in the show is an actual theater kid because Aww. it was literally so spot on they like wrote the like, show oh. i love that no, literally i was like that was the perfect and it was literally just like their car pulling up to denny's and then it showed denny's and just panned to the sky and then the show was over and i was like that was oh it's like that's like you, if you know you know no literally i was like that was so iconic i was like they probably I had to that. pay so much money to put denny's in there but it was so worth it, it, it yeah so that perfect. was worth the entire show yeah it, it really uh it made me happy okay well really let you guys know when i watch it'll yeah. probably be yeah because like, like a while it's yeah because that's out that whole season's out so you can like binge it which is nice but then only murders in the building is <gasps> coming back out i watched the first couple episodes me too what'd you think and then so good i fucking love so that show. good it like got better like, somehow it's just they just don't miss i think it's no. funnier this season me too i, I think like that's, season two i'm more entertained yeah like i was laughing during yeah the me season. too so i, was like, I cannot okay. they like wait. stepped up the humor a little bit does that come out on wednesdays um i want to say thursdays okay but i can't remember i don't know because i watched it a little bit late after the episodes came out or no. Did you watch the summer I turned no, pretty latest out, episode? It came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it came out. The only murders came out on August eighth. So that was what Tuesday. 
Okay, so we're almost at so episode Tuesday. Yeah, the next so episode. tomorrow. Well, yeah, I guess when God. we're recording this, it's Monday. So when it actually right, comes so out, it'll then. already be out. Everyone go watch. Yeah, and then, yes, I did watch the most recent episode of The So Pretty. It's really following the book now. This is... <laughs> yeah. When I tell you, I have never screamed at a TV as much as I did during episode seven of The Summer I Turned Pretty. It's kind I mean, of like I was making screaming. me mad. Like, like I had to annoyed. put a pillow over my face. I literally had to pull a pillow over my face so I could scream into a pillow. And Amber was watching it with me and she was also screaming at the TV. And we were both just like, this is the craziest. Like the audacity of Belly is insane. Yeah. Like... In the book, I was kind of like, oh, this is, like, so, like, funny. It's a love triangle. But now I'm kind of just, like, she's literally leading them both on. Like, how did I think it was so okay in the book? And now that I'm watching it with my own two eyes, I'm like, this is the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Exactly. Now that I'm, like, seeing it, I'm like, this can't be real. This is so messed up. It's, like, kind of cringe to not, like, the show's cringe or the acting's cringe. It's, like, the idea is cringe. And yeah. like yeah. I have to look away and like the last it sorry spoiler the last scene when they're kissing and Conrad oh looks at them I I've never to yelled so loud no that's when I was screaming that's it when was, I was like literally screaming my head off and now I like don't even want to watch the next episode because it's gonna start with him being mad and I like thought, I just don't even yeah well I literally looked at Amber and I was like is that the last episode because it was just like such a last episode vibe you know yeah and yeah. then we like looked it up and there's one more and I was like fuck yeah so this week's the finale. Also, I was thinking, so last season, I was kind of, everyone was like team Jeremiah, team Conrad, you know? And I was always like, I love Cam because I just like couldn't decide. And also like they were both nice. Like I liked them both. And so I didn't (laughs) like feel like one or the other more. But now I'm like starting to hate Jeremiah so much. Like, oh, I hate an- Jeremiah. He's literally the first season. He was so cute and funny and like charming. Was and he? now he's driving me actually <laughs> <Was> insane. <he? laughs> okay. He was to me. And Nobody now- wants to play with me. Why oh, does nobody ever want to play with me? I'm, that was in season one. I, okay. True. Okay. But can we talk about, <laughs> this is what I've noticed. He's always lurking in the shadows. Always. He's no, legit. it's so funny. Always lurking. And he's at his bedroom door staring whenever she walks no. by. When she was like with her mom fighting after her mom like slapped her. He, yeah. I like looked and I was like, of course he's there, just there he is. He's waiting. He's just always there. My he's friend Abby there. posted a video. My friend Abby posted a video of her mom reacting to like the last two episodes, I think. But the one of her reacting to episode six like went viral her mom is so funny um we can post the video because it's she it went viral on tiktok it's so funny oh my god but her mom was like screaming about how much she hates jeremiah and like in the video she was like that stupid tall boy that's just always lurking in the he's corner. always <laughs> lurking and i was also, like no literally he's just always there it's so scary <laughs> it annoys me yeah exactly he's always there he's always just watching and Conrad is going through like not that he isn't but Conrad is like having panic attacks like he's going through the worst time he's trying to finish school he's trying to switch schools like everything's going wrong for him and like yeah he messed up but like at the end of the day he didn't do anything that bad everyone's like yeah well, not everyone everyone in the show is acting like he like did this horrible thing when all he did was like break up with her which is like bad obviously but like come on you're in high school yeah well I guess he's yeah. in college I mean the but- way he broke the way he broke up with her was horrible like that yeah, yeah, yeah makes me cry every time i watch it but yeah it, like i yeah. mean 
but I just like, can't believe I just cannot believe the audacity of Belly to make out with Conrad's exactly. brother exactly Conrad's sweatshirt at Conrad's school and that's what I was just Conrad's gonna say car. That's what I was just going to say. I was like, like, he's going through the worst what? time. And then his ex-girlfriend makes, up, makes out with his brother after. First of all, she had been like leading him on the whole entire show. They were oh, like dancing 100%. together. They like it. There was no sense of like this relationship's ending. It was all like, we're going to get back no. together. And then like, she there was out no with him. Crumb, there was no crumb no. of a hint of her having feelings for Jeremiah again. No. Like, it, it was, was just <laughs> all of a sudden. She was like, eh, well, do you still? Eh? Yeah, exactly. And then there was that one scene where he was, like, asleep by the pool. And she was like, I, I think I'm having feet. And then, like, she didn't yeah. say it because he was asleep. That was the only part that, like, showed she wanted Jeremiah. And then, like, oh, my God, he gave her his, his sweatshirt. And it they drove his car and they were helping. that oh scene in the, the car that scene the in the car i thing. also had me screaming because the way that Belly like shivered and then yeah. jeremiah was like are you cold and then before she could even say no conrad literally handed her her sweat his sweatshirt like that had me like screaming crying throwing up because it was yeah. so cute i was like he just knows also like i'm sorry jeremiah sucks i can't anymore no he sucks so bad like he's literally the worst and the fact i think what annoys me the most about him is the fact that he's like he's like feel bad for me he like wants conrad to feel bad yes. for him when like and he like, doesn't even just, feel bad for conrad and conrad's like having panic attacks and like freaking out and like he doesn't even have any empathy for him honestly i don't know who wrote the script but they did jeremiah so incredibly they did. dirty <laughs> they did he because was his lines at first but now his oh lines it's horrible the scariest most triggering things i've ever heard in my life actually <laughs> like they're legitimately so every they're time so he says anything it triggers me so bad and like everyone has met someone that talks like that and it's yeah. always awful yeah it's like the guy that you run into at the bar and they try to say that as like a pickup like please the part in the yeah. party when he was like you don't need to hurt yourself to get my attention are you get out like actually yeah. leave like just no, leave like, cousin's beach completely <laughs> please we're you're banned you. from the house we're you're begging done. you they you're also like done. did taylor really dirty but she's like playing it off like like the act i don't yeah. know what her name is yeah. whoever plays her is doing a really good job with the lines yeah, she that she was really given when she had to sing yeah. party in the usa by the pool i was like they did not just make her do that but she did it well no like, i know no, Taylor and Steven have been carrying this entire season. Like, no, why am just... I? I'm only rooting for them. I hope Belly ends up alone, no, and I hope both those boys. <laughs> like, I hope Jeremiah finds no one, and I hope Conrad finds like Can the someone... best girl ever, and I hope Belly just doesn't even end up with either of them. I need everyone to have some therapy. Like, literally every single person in the show needs therapy, except yeah. for Steven and Taylor, because Taylor does go to therapy. Slay. Yeah, <laughs> and Steven is like actually nice. Right god no, it's really the carrying. show's like it's so fun to watch but it's like making me so mad no i know we tried to watch it a couple of days before i left for texas or like i don't remember maybe before i left for la or i don't know we tried to watch it and yeah. amber was like i can't watch it it's gonna stress me out and then i can't fall asleep and i was like eh, like <laughs> whatever so and then we watched it the night before i flew to texas and i was like no you're so right like we shouldn't have no, watched like this. you literally like you, like, after you watch up. it you're like what was that it's yeah. so i don't know i'm scared for season three i'm so excited for season three i can't wait to figure out what I don't know if I've said this already, but I'm so excited to see what cheating song by Taylor Swift they put in for Jeremiah. Yeah. Like, I'm so excited to find out which one it is. Yeah. Me too. 
it makes me so excited. Like I'm so, and also bad idea, right? Has to be in there. Like there's literally no <gasps> way that that's not in there. I just got chills. That's the perfect song. Yeah. Like after they get engaged. Oh, and then yeah. Oh my God. Right. Okay. It's like perfect. It's literally the perfect song. I need to, if they don't put that in, I'm quitting the show. They have to. They always put Olivia Rodrigo in. There's no True. way. Wait, did we ever talk about how they put Delicate Taylor's version? Oh my I god, think we I don't talked think we about did. it. But that was crazy. Delicate Taylor's so version. Good. It sounded. I amazing. wanted to kill Jeremiah because he wouldn't shut the fuck up, and I was trying to listen to the song. <laughs> no, literally, I was thinking. Of course, it was him talking. Like no, I literally was like, you shut up. Show is like making everyone hate him. No, Even literally. I was like, Jeremiah, shut up. I'm trying to listen to Taylor Swift. Like, literally, no, stop speaking. Literally. I'm trying to hear Taylor Swift. It it's interesting, though, because Delicate is Jenny Han's favorite song, and she put it with Jeremiah. So. Oh. And she's said in the past that she could switch who she ends up with in the show. But, like, no. at this point, it's pretty on track. Yeah. So I think it'll be fine. As long as she ends up with Conrad, I don't care. <laughs> Hopefully, don't she just care. ends up alone, honestly right honestly conrad deserves better yeah real he deserves someone who wouldn't um go hook up with his brother no that was like his face at the end was like sickening like i literally (laughs) wanted to cry (laughs) wait i have something to say today i was driving like past my apartment and i swear i saw conrad (laughs) 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 i'm not kidding i know it wasn't him i know i'm not that delusional but he exact same body type exact same like height i'm assuming exact same haircut hair color and you know yeah how he always has that look on his face where his like mouth is a little bit open the guys like i could only see him from the side because i was driving so i didn't want to like completely turn around but i was like that is conrad and i don't think it was him (laughs) because he had an uber eats back (laughs) and he was driving uber eats but there's an uber eats driver in denver that looks is conrad's doppelganger and you heard it here first. Okay. Well, if you ever see him again, give him my number. <laughs> I will. I will. When I saw the mouth a little bit open, I was like, it's him. The pout. <laughs> yeah, the pout. <laughs> like, it was legit him. It was, oh my God, it was Permanent so crazy. pout on his face. <laughs> I was like, I have to talk about this on the podcast. The second it happened, I was like, I literally saw Conrad in my own town. <laughs> okay, let's get into la heiress tour okay so if you guys don't know aspen and i almost covered every single la show that's so slay honestly we only missed missed two out of the six (laughs) so slay although Um, the two we missed were pretty detrimental however so true still a slay let's just like go through so it started on august 3rd yes and that night, she decided to play Maroon, which I really wanted to hear. And it was the night before I went, but it's fine. What else did she play that night? Maroon um, and our song? I Can See You. Oh, I Can See You and Maroon. Our yeah. song was night two, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was, like, okay, pretty also sad. She, we also have to mention that she was filming the first three nights. Yeah. So, documentary coming soon, question mark? I think so. The bracelets were massive. Yeah. But I also think that 
her filming like affected the surprise songs a lot like when we found out she wasn't filming the first night that i went we were all like oh thank god because i like literally was so scared that she would still be filming because i was scared like i didn't want any of the repeats that were left and i was afraid she was going to keep like repeating the ones that she'd already played so i got nervous yeah she really broke all of her rules and was just like i need to play the ones that people want in the documentary Yeah, I was, like, really, really scared because I was, like, I can't handle this many wild cards. Like, I need to know that we're sticking to the rules. (laughs) Yeah. But that means she loves Maroon. Oh, yeah, for sure. it to be in the documentary. So why didn't she put it in the set list? That's what I'm wondering. But, okay. That's a great question. That's a great question. Um, Yeah, anything else about August 3rd? I don't really have anything to say because I I wasn't there. The fact that she, yeah, she just recorded. That was the first night she recorded. And they played those two songs. And then night two was your night, right? Yeah. Night on August 4th, I went. And first of all, SoFi Stadium is the nicest place on earth. Yeah, it really slays. It's so nice. Like, it's very they really cool. did the most. It's very confusing, though. Like, the layout is so confusing. Yeah, it is. But it's very magical in there. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like how it's like a roof, but it's still open. Yeah. It's so cool. Also, I was flying. I think I sent you guys this, but I was flying out on August 5th at night. My flight got delayed and we flew. I told my sister because she was sitting by the window. I was like, let's see if we can see the stadium. Haha, <laughs> Like joking. We literally flew yeah. over it. Like it, the lights were flashing. It was so crazy. Oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah, we literally like flew over her concert. It was so cool. Um, but August 4th, I, well, first of all, it was my first time ever seeing Haim and that was magical. Yeah, that was I loved seeing that. Yeah, I kept forgetting that they were doing nobody no crime with her, and so like in the Evermore set, I started singing the little do do. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it like switched. the little like in yeah, the, yeah, like in the intro because like in the interlude, it like goes right into Tis the damn season, and we've seen it a few times now. So, yeah. Like, in my head, I was just like Tis the damn season, and then yeah. all of a sudden it wasn't, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot. It was seeing them no sing. Crime. Oh my god, seeing them sing nobody no crime was bucket list. That was yeah. It was I like you know when you're like trying to take something in but like you're so like there's so much adrenaline like I feel like I don't even remember yeah. it but like I just know yeah. I was so excited yeah it was so good also there was a and lot I of celebs they... oh go ahead oh my god like ev- yeah there was like celebs every night we can go like say which ones were all of our yeah. shows as we go through but I wanted to say that I love how she changed the parts in Nobody No Crime so that the Heim sisters actually got to sing more me too if they didn't get to sing I would have been so mad yeah, like they like saying more lines than they had in the actual song, which I thought was cool. Yeah, they, they are the time, but. <laughs> so incredible live. Yeah, they are. I was really blown away. Um, also, the girl next to me literally said she came for Heim. Wow. And I was like, I don't know if I, if I should just be like respect because you paid this much money yeah that's and then wild. like but like during no body no crime she was on her feet she was literally oh, sure. like so excited like i i respect it honestly like at first i was kind of like okay cool like i'm i know they do a lot of shows so like you could have just gone yeah. to those but then i was like you know yeah. what respect if you paid this much money and like worked that hard to see heim that you should you deserve to be front row for yeah, their set at least yeah um and yeah the celebs that i saw i okay l fanning was sitting like right underneath me 
Oh my God. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. So Kaya texts me and she goes, cause I like, you know, when you're in there, you don't know what celebrities are there. Cause like you're in the moment you're in the stadium and you're like, wait, Elle Fanning's like near you or something. And I looked down like right below me and she was right there. <laughs> like I could yeah. like say hi to her if I wanted, but it I was funny. Scared. Cause like the place that Aspen was sitting in, she could, like, see everyone in the tents and stuff. So I would, I kept texting her, like, who yeah. was there. And she would just send me, like, zoomed in pictures of them somewhere in the stadium. Yeah, I'm like, there they are. I see them. It was, like, a fun Where's Waldo game. Like, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, because you're, like, this person. And so I was, like, looking around. Yeah, when, when I, like, literally just looked over the balcony and saw Elle Fanning, I was like, oh, my God. She was cool. Yeah, that was wild. Um, And then... Oh, I can't even talk about it. The one reason I wish I was on the floor, not for Taylor. Sorry, Taylor. But Schmidt from New Girl was there. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Max Sheffield. I would literally give. I would have bought a floor ticket if I knew. Like I would have no, paid $800 to that was take a picture insane. with him. And then I think we figured out that there was this blonde girl that was in the same tent as him and we couldn't figure out who it was, but we ended up figuring out it was Kesha um, because she was wearing the same outfit as her, even though she was like yeah, so far then, away. Um, the actor from the Lavender Hayes music video was there that night. Yeah. And I kept like I kept sending Kaya pictures of people that were like taking pictures with the people in the tents being like, who is this? Who is this? Who is this? And then we figured out. And then I would person. find out. <laughs> Yeah, and that was it. Was so fun okay, to be wait, like. Oh I have my a God, funny. I have a funny story about the actor from the Lavender Hayes music video. So okay. that was the night that Paris and her mom were on the floor. Yeah, and Paris's mom Deb went to go like to the bathroom or something like before Taylor started. And on her way back, she like saw this whole line of people, and she was like, "Oh my God, I wonder who they're taking a picture with." And she couldn't tell at first. And at first, she thought it was Zayn, and Zayn <laughs> is Paris's favorite member of One Direction. Oh my so god! So she was like, "Oh my god!" Like if it's Zayn, I have to get a picture with him. Like that's so funny. And so she like got closer, realized it wasn't Zayn, but she was like, "I don't know who this person is. I'm just gonna take a picture with them anyway because all no these way. other people are freaking out." Yeah. So she took like a whole pose picture, and they look like best friends. Like she's like cuddled no. up to him. Like it's so <laughs> funny, and. <laughs> she like showed us the picture when I got there and she was like yeah I had no idea who this was but I was like I'm just gonna take a picture with them because you never know <laughs> and oh, being the actor from the Lavender Hayes music video <laughs> that is so funny also know, they were so like funny. right underneath me like I was right like behind the tent in the like yeah. lower bowl and so I could see yeah. them and during lavender haze i was like oh my god this is iconic and everyone was dancing it was so fun yeah it was like this is your song the la the la shows were just like literally not real yeah every time i think about what had happened in that week's span of time it's just like it's just not real no it can't be no and the first night like the cameras were like following her on stage like there was men with cameras on stage with her the whole time and then the second night the cameras were legit zooming around the um stadium like on wires and yeah I I'm not kidding right when she played you are in love the camera was on us for I'm not kidding probably 45 seconds like the first verse of the song it was on me and my sister like dead center because we were in the first row of our section yeah like we were like right on the balcony and it was right in front of it like I could have reached out and touched it and 
I was like between like I didn't notice at first until because I was like processing that she was playing you are in love and that was one of my like top songs that I wanted and my sister like elbowed me so hard and I was like what and then we looked at the camera and like I just know like it caught my genuine reaction because I was full sobbing that she was playing you are in love and my sister was like facetiming her friend and we were just like all like we were on the floor basically and I just know whoever was looking in that camera was like these people are not okay so if you see me in the documentary I was gonna say when you end up in the documentary I just want everyone to know that is gonna be the highlight of my entire life when you end up on the Taylor Swift documentary and I end up in the Harry Styles one. Oh, <laughs> my stomach hurts. My stomach hurts from thinking about that. If if my reaction to Taylor playing You Are In Love is in the documentary, like, I don't think anyone will ever understand how much that truly means to me. Like, marriage, kids will be nothing compared to that. That song, I can't believe you got that song. I literally texted you and I was like, okay. That <laughs> song like okay well first of all she played our song which was the most confusing moment of my entire life because she she said yeah like because she already had played it she said the exact same speech that she said before she played it the first time like this is what I played at my talent show in like middle school or something yeah and so that like I like had that in my memory for but I couldn't figure out like from where because the moment was so chaotic and so I was like is this from like a tour movie or something like I was thinking like it was from fearless but then all the lights like were green and so then I was like what is going on and then she started playing our song and like the first verse I didn't even like know what song it was <laughs> like I was not doing okay like she said I was riding shotgun well, also, with my like, hair undone and I was like I don't wasn't know what even, song this is it wasn't a possibility like she played it and she didn't mess it up like she just exactly played that song and that's why it was like so out of my head. Like I didn't think debut was there wasn't any debut left. Like I thought we were gonna get like I don't know why I thought we were gonna get something from Red, like one of the vault tracks or something. Yeah. Oh, the very I first we're gonna night, get the very first night. Was, yeah. Yeah. Or a message in a bottle. But we got our song. Yeah, I which can't was believe she so amazing. I can't believe she didn't play the very first night at all. I know. I thought she was gonna play it the first night. Yeah. Unless that she plays weird. it the first night, like, unless she plays it the next show right now, like, wherever she goes next. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, I don't know. Very weird. I'm so interested to see if she, like, starts over or keeps I know. And also, like, she played. If, she, if she does start over, like, will she do all of them and then start over? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I hope she says something about it when she starts. The Me too, South because American I don't think leg. she has enough to not start over. No, but she, she like has enough to. probably to get through South America and then would probably have to start over for Europe or Australia. I mean, yeah, Australia's before Europe. Yeah, I'm very interested so, because know. she still has like a lot yeah. of good ones left. Yeah, she never played Afterglow. Afterglow. Nope. I'm shook, but at least she didn't. Honestly honestly yeah because now probably she better this it, way like, by the time i go again it's not even a possibility so then i'll yeah. have the chance still also yeah. like if she plays it in south america like it wasn't even a possibility for us to go there exactly. so it like hurts exactly less. like as long as it wasn't at one of the shows where like i could have gone yeah <laughs> yeah like it's like a <laughs> little different i mean like i'll still be sad i'll probably still sob but yeah 
yeah it's still a possibility for me next year so that's all I care about yeah you got you got this I'm manifesting it's gonna be like okay, 10 years yeah. from now and I'm gonna be like play after you're gonna be like she's gonna play you guys don't worry it's gonna happen it's gonna happen she's like retired you're like she's gonna play after all you guys <laughs> she has to play it when I'm in the room just once she really said Literally just once she really said I'm not apologizing to Joe Alwyn anymore okay but the songs that anyway we'll get to that in a second <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah yeah but I think after was yeah. like it's all me in my head and maybe one day she was just like you know what it's not me in my head like he yeah actually no sucks. for sure <laughs> and yeah. so then she didn't want to say that um yeah. but yeah you are in love I just want everyone to know like everything that I was mad about is erased she brought out Jack Antonoff she played Maroon twice she played clean twice I don't care that as long as I got you are in love like I'm so happy yeah that was on my list I had to cross it off and like I don't know I don't think I even like realized how much I wanted that song until she played every other song every night and I was like you know what I don't even care because I got you are in love like it do- yeah for some reason that song just like means so much to me but it's yeah so good it was the best night ever, and I ate the best mac and cheese that had these, like, chicken fingers in it, and I haven't stopped thinking about it since. And right. that's it. <laughs> right. And then the next night. The next night, she had the fucking audacity. First of all, I had to go to sleep because my flight was at, like, 6 a.m. the next day, so, like, I literally could not stay up. So I did yeah. the same thing that I did for Seattle where I slept with the live stream up. Oh, that is so much like, commitment. Well, Okay, you well, like I have you ter- have a I next just, you have next level commitment. I just have really bad anxiety, and I feel like if I don't do the same things every time, then she's gonna play Afterglow. So I like <laughs> had to keep. I was like, I have to play the live stream because, and I literally slept in my Afterglow bracelet that I've worn for every show that isn't Please. mine. Just make sure because I was like, if she plays Afterglow the day that I the day before I leave, there's I no like yeah. literally no no I and get it. I. Um, I slept with the live stream on and I woke up during style. Like literally the chords of style woke me back up. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. But when I say that song could bring me out of a coma, it is true. <laughs> <laughs> could bring you out your deepest um, sleep. So I woke up and I like got up for a second and then I laid back down, fell back asleep. And then I woke up to her playing death by a thousand cuts again. And I was like, okay, safe. And then I stayed up and then she played You're On Your Own Kid and I was like, unsafe. We're not safe. I cannot believe that she played both of those in the same night. Yeah, that was like, honestly, I think that's like one of the best combos, like probably top five combos that she's done so far. Yeah. And it was definitely for the movie. Oh, 100%. Like she couldn't not play You're On Your Own Kid for the movie. No. Which was sad because I was really hoping we'd get it closing night, but it's fine. Yeah. It just makes sense. Like, I'm glad we got that one recorded though. Yeah, I'm glad it was for the movie. That was cute. I'm, like, wondering how she chose, like, I don't know. I feel like You Are In Love is pretty, like, niche for the movie, but I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, like, the rest of it made sense because she, like, saved the last two, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I think I said this, but the bracelets were so big because they were filming. Like, it literally took up my whole entire four, like, my wrist. And halfway through the show... Yeah, halfway the show, my sisters and I both broke, like, off because it was so heavy. Like, it was kind of hard to, like, dance with it because it was so heavy. And they both broke off and were just on the ground. So that was not fun. But Damn. Yeah. Sad. I know. But that's not that big of a deal. I just wanted to say that. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so night three, she did Death by a Thousand Cuts, You're on Your Own Kid. Then I was at night, well, she had a day off on the 6th, and that's when I flew to L.A., and I got to see Paris and Michaela, our TikTok friends, which was really fun. Yeah. Um, we went to the Grammys Museum exhibit that I can so see. So cool. Vault. The Grammys Museum is so small. It's so small. Really? Like, it's literally, yeah, it's like three stories and that's it. But, like, we walked through the whole thing in, like, 30 minutes and we, like, saw all the Taylor stuff. And then we were like, okay. Yeah. And then we went on our way. But, like, the, I will say, like, the part of the museum where they have, like, all of the outfits from last year, I <laughs> <laughs> I have never had such like a reaction to just like an item because they literally had Taylor's like midnight's outfit that she wore. I mean, obviously it's not the day that she announced midnight's, but like the dark blue like crop top, long yeah, sleeve, yeah. long skirt, and then they had Harry's little rhinestone chevron, not chevron, the what is it called when it's the diamonds? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? The rhinestone yeah, yeah. jumpsuit that he wore on the red carpet. Then they also had Olivia's dress right next to them. Yeah, that's wild. And I was like, like the trio. No, it was so crazy. I was like, this is literally the best of my life. Like, was it was like, everything you wanted. No, literally, I was like, these are my big three. Like, this is crazy. And Harry's, I mean, obviously, Harry's head wasn't on the mannequin. Like, it's just, like, neck to ankle. But it was so small. Like, it was tiny. Yeah. I was like, this man is so petite. Like, I, I know. literally, I know I've talked about this before, but I 100% think that that man is 5'10". And then his waist is 26 inches. So, like, his he's just very petite. He's yeah, very he's tiny. Man. He he looks small. Yeah, like he's just I mean like he's 5'10", so he's not like short, but like yeah. he's just small. Like his body is just small. Yeah, it's like, like crazy same, to see the outfits. Yeah, his mannequin was like the same size as Taylor Swift's mannequin and yeah, I was that's like weird. This is, You're this like is weird are the heights the head, heights are the same. Taller. Yeah. Yeah. I was like this is weird. Um yeah, that is but weird. yeah, Olivia's was really cool, too, because you could, like, tell that it was, like, the corset top, and it was really cool, because it was that Wait. with the Vivian Westwood one. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say which With, like, the rhinestone one? outline, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, oh like, all God. black with, like, purple. Yeah. I can't believe they crazy. were all there. I didn't know she had something there. I didn't see that. Yeah. And then they oh had, God. like, all of Olivia's accessories from that night, too, and then they also had Taylor's shoes from that night. Cute. Wait, I have a question. So that was crazy. Yeah. Did they have okay? I have a conspiracy. Did they have the original Tim McGraw on a piece of paper? Um, I think so. It was like run Tim McGraw. Okay, the fact they had run is crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. That was that's I was like artifact. (laughs) Okay, so we were looking at the like list of stuff that they had on that floor because we were like okay what's the taylor stuff that they have and they like said that there was handwritten lyrics so then we're like searching the floor for all the handwritten lyrics we find them and the first thing we see is run and that's the only one we see at first and i was like you cannot be serious like why is run the only thing of lyrics <laughs> that they have on this board like i was like this is so unserious like out of all songs and then we realized that there was two more but we were like you can't be serious like, it was like written on like a ritz carlton like notepad like from when she was like little doodles yeah, with, like, doodles on it. And I was like, yeah. so she literally wrote this, like, probably on tour. Okay, I'm confused because I've seen the Tim McGraw paper in North Carolina and in, I think I saw it in New York. And so why is it everywhere? But was it at the Grammys museums? Uh, like, what, like, what museum were you at? In New York, I was at the Museum of Art and Design and... In North Carolina, I was, it was not a Grammy museum. It was. Well, I mean, like the Smithsonian, like 
travels pieces like it, yeah like, it goes could on be tour. so they're kind of like how's this getting so many places so quickly because that was all this year yeah. you know yeah i don't know yeah but it definitely looked real so i'm just gonna say it was yeah yeah unless you like wrote it i, mean, a few I, times, I don't really care like, get it really if get it was it a right. photocopy i'm not pressed like i saw the outfits so so true seeing the outfits i is, can like, see you unreal that i can see you vault was cool because she had like all of her outfits in there yeah um, like all the outfits that were like in the in the music video which was really yeah, cool it was funny because like we were walking in and i was like can't wait to see joey king's crusty little wig from like 2010 and like Did literally you? you walk in and it's just like yeah it's just like this little coconut head wig like hanging in the case that's hilarious and michaela was like where'd they get my will Byers wig and i was like that's what i was telling you no, like it's, it's legit the same wig. it's legit the I same like, wig. It's just this little gross little wig that's <laughs> been on joey king's head like i don't need that in here i don't need to That's see hilarious. it hilarious yeah and they had like joey king's dress too and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> i was like this was unnecessary but all right <laughs> taylor did so sounds good yeah she was like you need to see this and i was like okay if you say so <laughs> <sighs> But yeah, that's what we did on the 6th. And then what else did we do? Oh, we really, like went to dinner. It was Michaela's birthday the next day. So we did like a little Italian food dinner. It was really wholesome. And then Cute. the next day, the Canadians arrived. And we went to, what was that, night four of the LA Airs tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on 8-7. Um, I sat with our friend Alicia, who has been on this podcast. And we had floor tickets, which was a sleigh. And... Um, I'm trying to think what's oh, what celebrities uh, were there. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of like the less important ones that I didn't actually meet because. <laughs> yeah, I can't think. I can't either. I literally can only think of the ones I met. Actually, Arizona Robbins from Grey's Anatomy was there. I just missed her, which was sad. Um, and then I think Noah Beck was there that night also. Oh. Um, and I think somebody else, but I can't remember who. Anyway, um, but the most important part was that I met uh, Camila from Grey's Anatomy. She plays Joe Wilson. Slay. I got to give her, Leisha and I gave her a friendship bracelet, and then we took a selfie with her. And, what like, when say? you're on the floor, like, I don't even know. Leisha gave oh. it to her, so I couldn't tell you. I think it might have been called What You Want. I don't oh remember. Um, and we were, like, the security is, like, so annoying because, obviously, like, you can go up and, like, talk to them. But, like, they literally make you keep moving the whole time. Like, you cannot stop. So, like, you have mm-hmm. to, like, give them bracelets and take pictures with them, like, as you're walking through because you, like, can't block the aisle way, which, like, I understand. But also, mm-hmm. if the celebrity wants to, like, meet these people, just let them. I don't know. Um, so, we walked through once and we, like, missed her. Then we, like, circled back and walked through again. And we thought she was going to walk towards the back of the tent we would like wouldn't be able to get to her but she came to the corner to like talk to this little girl so then leisha and i like scooted in and then that's when leisha gave her the bracelet and we took the selfie and it was so funny because this was the night that leisha and i had tickets together and then tasha had a ticket with somebody else and paris had a ticket with ashley page and like so we were all there together but we were all sitting separately with different people and then shannon didn't have a ticket to that night so she bought like an outrageously expensive resale ticket for eight seven so just so she could go because she's like i'm not gonna sit in the hotel while you guys all go yeah and so she was up in the nosebleeds but she brought her little camcorder from like the early 2000s which has the craziest zoom capabilities i have ever seen on a camera in my life and it's like so old and it was just crazy and she literally took a video of me and leash meeting the girl from Grey's anatomy 
from the nosebleeds like she zoomed all the way in and it's like crystal clear like you can see it's me and leash meeting her and it's so funny because in her like in her video she's like talking to the camera and she's like kai you better send that picture later i want to know who that is (laughs) but like it was insane like she literally sent it to me today and i was like that's the craziest video i've ever seen um but that night we got (laughs) that night our surprise songs were dress and exile i think out of all the ones you guys got that's my dream combo like that's the craziest combo i've ever heard in my life yeah so good my mom that was if you guys know exile was my mom's number one surprise song that's <laughs> so cute. i had to text her literally after my first day in la i texted her and i was like hey we got exile my mom's number one surprise song was dress oh my god no way she played them on the same night that's crazy that's so weird she wanted that dress so, so bad weird. and i remember she texted me and said she played dress and i said oh no that's Damn. so weird that is very weird yeah it was my mom's number one so i texted her like right after the show and i was like exile dot 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 and i sent her like four videos and she was like no <laughs> and i was like yeah and she was like she sounds so good though and i was like yeah she really slayed no i um, truly think that the vocals of exile were some of the best of the entire eras tour yeah, it was also just really cute because, like, the crowd was singing. She also kept switching back and forth which part she was singing. But yeah. But the crowd would always sing the opposite part, so it was really wholesome. Cause, yeah, like, I, and she smiled when played. she realized that everyone was doing it. Yeah, it was really cute. Yeah, was, I loved was, that. Yeah, it was really cute. I um, have so a video was... of it saved on my TikTok, and I listen to it all the time because the, vo- the vocals Please. are just insane. <laughs> like, she sounds so good yeah same as when she played like it was right in front of us it was so crazy yeah that's insane like literally right in front of you because we were like yeah because that's the side that we were on so i was like damn you Um, won yeah it was crazy uh and then that was the first night that we went and then i also went eight eight and eight eight i went with tasha shannon and my other friend karina who owns resin rena and we had like nosebleeds so we were just like there for the vibes or whatever and we got (laughs) We, like, got up there, we got into our nosebleeds, and somebody had commented on one of Tasha's TikToks, which, if you know, like, Tasha's number one song is King of My Heart, like, that's her afterglow, and somebody commented on one of the TikToks that we had posted all together for that day, like, of us getting ready and stuff, and they commented and they said, a friend of my friend works at SoFi, and I heard it's gonna be uh, I Know Places and King of My Heart, like, heads up so you don't die. And so Tasha's like sending this to all of us and I'm like, okay, like whatever, like I don't believe it. I'll believe it when I hear it. And then they had responded to somebody who said like pretty much the same thing as I said out loud, but like in the comment section and yeah. they were like, no, like she's gotten every single night. Correct. Like she knows every single time. And so then we were like, okay, but like still who knows? Like, I don't want to like clown and then be disappointed. So then we're all like, there's no way. Then she literally starts playing I Know Places and literally like Tasha was like, I can't even like post the video of me freaking out because of I Know Places because in the video, I'm literally like, oh my God, we're getting king of my heart because all of us were like, that's so crazy. We literally, like as soon as she started playing it, I was like, oh my God, that was real. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. It was crazy. And then obviously king of my heart came after that. And also the vocals for I Know Places and king of my heart were crazy. Yeah. Like, the vocals for for I Know Places was, like, one of the craziest things I've ever heard in my life. Like, it was so freaking good. Her voice uh, has honestly never sounded better. No, literally. That was it such a good It seems like she's doing, like, like extreme, just... like, vocal training right now. 
yeah yeah and so also on that night like everyone wasn't sure if it was going to be like a 1989 announcement on 88 or 89 at this point so like we weren't really sure what was going to happen um but then she came out at the midnight section in a new bodysuit and it was like reminiscent of a 1989 bodysuit and then we were like oh my god 1989 is coming tomorrow and I just feel like in her little brain backstage she was like you know like forget the midnight bodysuit I'm just gonna wear the one I was gonna wear tomorrow <laughs> yeah. like she's like I, really I just want to get this guy the new one <laughs> no literally she was like I just want to like get the ball rolling here like really get people to like realize that it's happening and it was so funny because like literally all of us were like screaming crying throwing up over this bodysuit because it looked so good and I was like this cannot be real and that was the same night I think we had like a blue blazer I think and like the man blazer was blue maybe uh-huh. and then obviously since the midnight bodysuit was blue the uh jacket was also dark blue so we were all like it's happening like there's no way like it's gonna happen what was the t-shirt the anti-hero i think it was also dark blue actually okay because i was thinking the only like because on the show when she announced 1989 midnight's is after that so it's like okay we get it but like yeah ever since like everything before I'm don't like do you get what I'm trying to say like every no. era before <laughs> she announced 1989 was blue even midnights which was the night before because if it was the night after it would or if it was the day of it would have been like too late to be an easter egg because yeah. the announcement had already been made true do you get what I'm saying so it's like every era yeah. had blue I mean except for like lover but whatever yeah well then like so that was eight eight which was crazy insane i didn't have a ticket for eight nine and i was getting really scared because on the first couple nights the prices dropped a lot like once lover started but eight nine that was not happening for like i was like getting really really nervous and like resale sites were like a thousand plus dollars including fees and i was like i cannot spend the same amount that i spend on rent to go to the show like that's literally not i can't do that and so i was like (laughs) I literally woke up at 9.30. I, like, slept in a little bit later than Tasha and Chan did. And I woke up, and Tasha and Chan were gone. They, like, went to go to McDonald's or something. And I, like, woke up, and I just started, like, sobbing because I was, like, so scared I wasn't going to go to that show. And, like, all of my – like, literally every single person that I knew that was in L.A. for Taylor Swift was going to that show. Like, I – if I was the only person in LA not going to that show, I would have been so upset. So I was, like, sitting in bed, like, literally sobbing. This was at 9.30 in the morning. I'm like sending everyone pictures and I'm like I can't like I'm literally gonna freak out if I don't go to the show like I have to be there and so I'm like searching all the Facebook groups that I'm in I'm searching the resale sites I'm like DMing every single person that airs to a resale like posts or whatever but like those are impossible because so many people follow them and then I was like you know what I'm just gonna do a quick Twitter search and like see if anyone's selling that's like not a scammer and I saw this one girl posted and she was like yeah I'm selling my nosebleed I still paid way more than I should have but it was much better than the resale site, so I don't care. It was fine. Um, <laughs> I didn't have to use my credit card, so that's all that matters. Um, and it was worth and, it because of what you got. Oh, so worth it. Um, but literally, this was like I was sobbing at 930 in the morning. I had a ticket in my account by 1015. Slay. Like the turnaround was like so fucking crazy. And I was like searching on Twitter. This tweet popped up and she said she was selling. And I was like, okay, it's within the budget that I set for myself, which was absurdly high, but I still set a budget for myself. I stayed in it. <laughs> and I like went to her page because I was like, okay, like I'll see if she's real. Because I had seen it so quickly. The only person that responded to the tweet was like somebody tagging somebody else that probably was looking for a ticket. 
Yeah. And so I was like, okay, this is my chance. So I went to her page to DM her and make sure she was real. When I went to her page, three people that I know that I have like have known for a while slash met in person, like literally, um, one girl I've known since Cody Simpson days. So like 10 plus years, another girl I met at Harry's LA residency, Jess, that we met during like mm-hmm. Harry ween time. And then the other one was Lindsay who we met during opening weekend of the Eros tour. So I was like, okay these all three of these people follow this girl like she's real so then i dm her and i was like please 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 and she was like oh my god yeah of course and i was like i literally like you're saving my life right now like i can't even explain to you and she was like yeah like the only reason i'm selling this one is because i got a different one that's like a little bit closer so i'm just selling this one for what i paid and she like sent me like the most thorough screen recording and i was like girl i would literally believe you even if you just like didn't send me the screen recording because three people that i know follow you so like i know that you're a real person and that you're not yeah. gonna, like scam me and so it worked out literally so perfectly and it's crazy because that's the second time something like that has happened to me like during the harry birthday shows the girl that sold me my ticket to Harry's tour in 2021 in LA, like my first pit ever, she was selling a ticket to the birthday show. And so I bought mine from her. Like, it was just so crazy. I was like, yeah, that is like, this just keeps happening. And then it's like, I don't know, like making friends within the fandom is like so important because it just, I literally would not be at that show without that girl. Like, that's so crazy. Um, Anyway, so I had the ticket at my account by 10.15, like, right after I had a mental breakdown. And then Tasha and Shane came back, and I was like, guys, I got a ticket. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, oh, my God. And then Tasha and I started, like, jumping up and down on the hotel bed because she was like, you're coming today. You're coming today. And that was, like, the first show I've ever – yeah, it was really wholesome. That was the first show I've ever gone to by myself. Um, Like, obviously, I went in, like, with everybody, but then they were sitting in different places because I literally Mm -hmm. bought my ticket the day of. Um. So that was like, I was like not nervous, which is weird because usually I get really anxious when I have to do things by myself, but I like went up to the nosebleeds and then half of my row was empty and I was like, okay, so these were literally all probably listed on like StubHub and Vivid Seats like for resale and like nobody can afford them. So nobody's here, which was like so sad Um, because it was like my friend Kenzie's birthday show and she couldn't afford to go. And I was like, this is really depressing. Yeah. When you see an empty seat, it's like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, like, there was, like, two to three seats on either side of me in this row that were empty. So, I was, like, alone, alone in this row. That's crazy. Like, there was, like, literally not nice. even somebody for me to be, like, yeah, like, there was, like, nobody for me to even be, like, oh, my God, yeah, like, I just got here by myself. But what I did was I stood on standing room only level at first because they, like, weren't checking and I had a couple of friends down there. But then I realized that their view was terrible because, like, the standing room only level was on the same level as the top row of, like, the seating that they were on. So, when the people in the seats stood up, they were blocking your whole view because mm. you weren't like slanted down you know yeah um so like literally everyone stood up right as taylor's coming out and i'm like yeah i'm going to my seat so i didn't get to my seat until like the end of cruel summer because i had to like run all the way up to the nosebleeds and i was like okay well you know like i was like i'm just gonna go pee now like i've already missed the beginning <laughs> so like, i was like i'm just gonna go to the bathroom and then like work my way up there so i like got up there um at the end of cruel summer and yeah, there was like nobody in my row. It was so wild. I was like, okay, it's that's kind of nice. Just you me. could dance around. But I mean, yeah, like I was like screaming, dancing, crying. Like I've never cried so hard as I did that day. Like yeah. long live. I was sobbing, and every time it was so funny because like some of the people around me like were fans, and then other people just like, I mean, they probably they were really good. Like they knew every word. They just didn't know like the lore. So like when Taylor Swift came out in the blue dress for Enchanted, and I was like screaming, fucking bloody murder 
<laughs> everyone was just like, oh, the dress is pretty. And I was like, no, you don't understand. It's a You're blue like, you guys dress. literally don't understand what this means. We're getting an album tonight. No, I literally was like, it's a blue dress. It's a blue dress. And then when she came out in the blue folklore dress, it was literally, I will never forget. I, well, first of all, I sobbed for a long live, obviously, because I was like, I, this is the last show of the tour, like, or in the US, like, I'm going to die. Um, so I was like, full, like, gasping for air, sobbing during long live. Again, completely alone, like, nobody around. These people were probably like, this girl is insane. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, just like open mouth sobbing over the song. And, um, when she came out for folklore, like, you know, you can't see her auto, like, auto, what am I saying? Automatically. You can't see her automatically because she's, like, inside the cabin. So I'm, like, staring down this cabin and I'm, like, in the nosebleeds and I'm kind of side view. So, like, I can't see the whole stage. But I can see, like, the little hole that she comes out of in the cabin. And I just saw, like, a little flash of blue. <laughs> and I remember being like, oh, my God, that dress is blue. <laughs> and then she came out and, like, the whole stadium's like, screaming because it's, like, this brand new dress that's all blue. And it's, like, she looks like Elsa. It's so beautiful. Like, the way that she runs for August with her little sleeves. I was like, okay, Elsa, slay. Um, but it she was just did. so she crazy. beautiful. Yeah, it was, like, literally the craziest thing I've ever seen with my eyes. Um, and then, obviously, the blue 1989 set. I was, like, recording the whole time waiting for it to come out. And then I did, and I literally screamed so loud because I realized that the set was blue. And I was, like, I think I posted a TikTok, and I was, like, literally explaining this to someone normal. Like, I knew we were getting a new album announcement tonight because this girl came out in a blue set. Like, <laughs> explain that no, to like, a pilgrim. Like, just, yeah, like, this is so important. No, like, like literally the people behind me probably had no idea why I was like literally screaming bloody murder. And I was like, you don't understand that 1989 says blue. And then we got, then we got new romantics on New Year's yep. Day. And obviously the 1989 announcement. And it was just the craziest experience of my life. And I'm so happy I spent that much money to go. It was so worth it. <laughs> it was such a good announcement. And the way that she was like, it's the eighth. Or it's the eighth month and the ninth day or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we knew it was going to happen because so like obviously everyone was like saying that it was going to happen. Right. Like it was like an unspoken thing. Like we all knew it was going to happen. It was just like a given like everyone knew. But yeah. then the day of the show, Taylor Nation posted that post with like all the numbers in it. Like it was like however many cities, however many nights, blah, 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 whatever. And when they posted that, Shannon, like, did the math, and it added up to 89. And when we realized that those numbers added up to 89, we're like, it's happening. Like, it's 100% happening. Yeah. And it was so funny because we, like, knew for a fact that it was happening. But still, every single time that girl stepped out on something blue, we lost it. Like, literally every single time, even though we knew for a fact it was happening. Like, it was just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The was blue so was crazy. And the original 1989 came out on October 27th, and this one is, too. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that, too. It makes me so happy. And then, obviously, the cover is such a sleigh. Like, the cover's so good. Yeah, it's th my favorite album cover of all time. Any artist. Yeah, like, it's also funny because it's, like, the first one she's smiling in. Also, her post about it when she said that this is her favorite re-recording and that yeah. the tracks, like, the vault tracks are insane, quote, insane. Yep. I was like, you, we are literally the same. Like, you're just like me for real. The fact that this is the only album cover she smiled in in her whole entire life is... Yeah, that's crazy. I'm going to throw up. Like, I'm so like, excited. Like, that's crazy. And, like, after all... Like, this is your favorite vault tracks over all the vault tracks that you've written. They must be so no. good. Over no, like, 10 I minute all too I, well. No, I'm so happy. Like, I 
can't believe she said that. That was so wild. Like, that's crazy. I want to know so badly. Like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for the vault tracks. No, like, I, it's literally going to be, like, the best day of my life. Like, God, I just love this album so much. It's my favorite album in the whole world, and I just can't wait to hear it. We it's recorded so it all the vault tracks. I'm going to cry. <laughs> it's going to be incredible, amazing. Um, Also, if you guys don't know, we have, like, a little question box in our link tree. And you can, like, submit questions or, like, comments or whatever. And someone asked, this is all anonymous, someone said, what are your dream collabs for 1989 Vault Tracks? This might be an unpopular opinion, but I hope most of them are solo. So, let's answer this. Okay. I mean, I really, if you're, at, like, like, here's the <laughs> We thing. already know what Kaya's going to say. Whoever asked this question, do you listen to the podcast? Like, genuinely. <laughs> because what do you think my answer is going to be to this question? <laughs> like, I okay here's my theory so we all know that like 90 percent of the world wants harry styles on this album in some capacity i don't think obviously i don't think he's going to be on the original style like she's going to keep them all the same he's not going to be on that my theory is he's either going to be on a vault track or she's going to release like a karma remix version of style and that's when he'll be on it like he's not going to be on like the core album he's either going to be on a vault track or on a remix of style and I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but if he's not on that album, it's because he said no. Like, Taylor 100% has asked that man to be on the album. There's literally no way. She knows everything. There's literally no way that, like, she has not seen how many people want him on this album. And they're obviously still amicable. So if he's not on it, it's because he said no. So. Yeah. Harry, I... if you're not on this album in some capacity, <laughs> I will hold this against you for the rest of your life. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna be, but I also like would be fine being pleasantly surprised. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't have high hopes. I just like don't think for some reason in my mind it's just like not it's not possible in this lifetime that we're living. But like all the things that have happened, like Taylor Lautner came out at the Eras tour, so say, like maybe it is possible, you know. But like, I, like for some yeah, reason, like, I just can't think about it. I was, like, doubtful until Taylor Lautner came out, and then I was like, okay, so, like, the exes that we're still on good terms with, they're yeah. coming back around. Like, we, this is a possibility. And, again, like, if it doesn't happen, I know for a fact that Taylor's asked him. Like, there's literally no way in this world that she hasn't asked him because that's literally so iconic. The only reason that it wouldn't happen is because Harry said no because he doesn't want any collabs on his discography. What if? Be so fucking annoying. What if it's all her singing and then when it says... He said, what you heard is true, but I can't stop thinking about you. And that's all he says. And then she says, I've been there too a few <laughs> I would times. Be so happy. <laughs> Cause I'd she said, so he happy. said, you know, and then he like actually says yeah. it. But also I <sighs> almost think it'd be even more crazy if he wasn't on anything at first. And then like later on she did the remix. That's like, what I, think I that'd almost be more insane. I think if anything's going to happen, it's that I think if he's going to be on it, it's not going to be announced right away. And yeah. it will be like an afterthought. Like it'll be like okay, a couple weeks imagine, later surprise. <laughs> but like imagine we get the track list like we did for Speak Now and it's just like a vault track feature. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> what I'm saying is like that doesn't even seem possible in my brain. So like I just I throw can't up. like I don't know. It's just so crazy to me. But we'll see. I that's mean, what I'm like really excited to see. I sobbed so hard when they fist bumped at the Grammys. Like, I'm actually genuinely afraid of what will happen to me if that if happens. They sing like, together. I, 
like I literally was like full sobbing over them at the Grammys when they were talking to each other in the audience. Like I'm actually so scared. Yeah. You know what? Maybe it shouldn't happen just for my health. Like yeah, truly, like for your mental health. <laughs> I like, I don't know don't, how I'll make it past that. I don't feel like I, okay. People are saying Selena Gomez. People are saying like a lot yeah. of pop artists. Cause obviously I also like kind of think, album. I kind of think Selena might be on rep instead. Oh, really? Yeah. I think like, reputation is going to either have... be 1989 or rep. Yeah. I don't know. I like, don't really have anyone that I want her to collab with. Like, Lana Del Rey was mine and then she did it and now like like obviously I want Harry Styles and Selena Gomez but like there's no one that I'm like I would also I really like Olivia Rodrigo just because I'm so fucking tired of everyone being like there's beef between them like just okay I but just why do, do you think more. Olivia Rodrigo didn't go to the Eras tour because the girl's busy I don't know it's just like it's so frustrating because they're just like constantly like yeah there has to be beef there and I'm like does there because her management could also just literally be like, yeah, you should have a career separate from Taylor Swift, which is fair. Yeah. Like, I really don't think that there's anything going on. I think it's just the girls are busy. Yeah. I mean, I truly don't care if they're friends or not, but I just like was wondering why she didn't go there to her. But I mean, she was also I'm also her album. Yeah. I'm also wondering, <laughs> speaking of people that went to the Eras tour. Why did Carly Claus go to the Eras Oh my tour? god, I forgot about that. Ugh. I I'm, so I'm not kidding. <laughs> that was more shocking to me than what if Taylor Swift recorded style featuring Harry Styles. Like Yeah, that was like I genuinely think, like somebody texted me and they were like because I was at the show and somebody texted me and they're like, Yeah, Carly Claus is here. And she was sitting in like seats like literally right in front of my friend. Like right in front of my friend. And I was like, There's literally no way. And then there was the update account that was like, Yeah, no, Carly Claus is there. And I was like, Oh. After everything yeah. that Carly Claus has done to Taylor Swift, like the fact that she sh- dares to show her face in a room full of people who like, no, like do not insane. like her is like that would be if well, like if Scooter Braun went to the Eras like tour. Her. Yeah, but like most even people, the people who are like, like even the people who are saying that they dated like can't deny that she did bad things. Like she's yeah, best friends with Scooter Braun. <laughs> yeah, well they're in denial, but they need to face the truth um, of many things. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I was like, imagine if Scooter Braun just showed his face at the Eras tour. Like I just this is so insane to me i i, know, I like truly can't believe and like she wasn't invited like she had to buy her tickets probably on resale yeah. like from some random no, fan and like literally I, was she not like nervous we, to show up like we have had better seats than carly Kloss. no we literally better seats than carly Kloss did and that's crazy to me. The other thing is I literally could not stop thinking while I was at the show because literally I was at that show. All I could think about was her having to listen to Bad Blood and her having to listen to My Tears Ricochet. No, like, literally. I was just sitting there like giggling, laughing, kicking my feet because I was like, this girl has to listen to like the most heart-wrenching songs about people stealing her things. And like, and I then just, she has to listen to Taylor be like, thank you for supporting all my re-recordings and then watch her announce her Taylor's version. Yeah. And then like just the fact that she had to pay for her seats is so funny to me. I wish someone like record just had a phone on her the whole time, like recorded her during the whole show. Like, does she know all the words to my tears ricochet? Cause like 
probably not. Like, did they get in their big fight and have a falling out and she kept listening to her music? Like, I'm just so confused. Yeah, like, it's just such weird behavior. Yeah. I feel like I kind of sometimes think closure is about her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because everyone was, like, also saying, like, what if she plays It's Time to Go? (laughs) Oh, because it would kind of make sense because it's, like, the last show of the U.S. tour. So, like, if Carly Claus had to hear one of the words of a sister come back in whispers, proof she was not, like yeah she's a crookless no, call it would have been crazy it would have been so crazy i just like i, I truly yeah me too <sighs> yeah truly shocking i wish like someone would write a tell-all documentary and like this would be the you know part of it yeah it's crazy um, like i just I, I like have thought about it every day since like yeah I just can't like imagine walking into a room full of people who like no I like literally didn't believe it I was like you can't be serious also oh my god you guys I can't believe we skipped over this (laughs) this is equally as important information (laughs) you're gonna laugh when I say it Milo Manheim was at closing night of LA you guys (laughs) yeah that was kind of like meant to be honestly no because literally I got to LA and I texted Leash and I was like, what are the odds that Violet Manheim goes to the Ares tour? And then I was like, fingers crossed. It's like when I can access him. Obviously, I couldn't access him on 8-9. I think he was in club seating, but he also didn't post where he was sitting until after the show started. So like I couldn't just go leave and try to find him. Um, but guys, that is the love of my life. And I can't believe he went to the Ares tour and we were in the same room and we both got to see the 1989 Taylor's version announcement. Like that's the craziest thing. That's kind of cute brain. of you guys. <laughs> if I you know, guys ever like, get married, like... like you guys could talk about how it you both saw the 1989 um, album. No, literally. I want to know what his favorite song is so bad. Ugh. You should DM him, him and so ask. He, he also DIY'd his own t-shirt for the show. So cute. Like, Kay, why are we the same person? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why are we wearing the same shirt right now? I literally cannot believe that that happened. He was probably sitting like right next to Carly Claus with like no concept of the lore. Like, he Please. probably had no idea what's going on. That would be so funny. Yeah, it was that crazy, was though. like that was I. That whole week was like a blur. Like even like I only went no. to one show. Like I feel like I was so invested and like, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah, it was just like not like literally every day I was like that cannot be real. Like every single day I was like that was the best day of my life. And the next day would happen. I was like no, that was the best day. Yeah. <laughs> and then it would happen again. And I was like I none of this was like I can't comprehend. Yeah. I got three Reputation songs in a row. <gasps> so true like what is that <laughs> so iconic how did that happen when she hadn't played like any rep the whole tour <laughs> yeah yeah so true but yeah when she walked off stage she had like a full glass of wine in her hand and she had changed yeah. outfits and she was wearing like a forty thousand dollar necklace or something yeah yeah and she had a little glass of wine in her hand and i was like walking down from the nosebleeds as she was leaving so i was actually like kind of close to lower bowl when she was walking out so i could see her with her little wine glass the fact you saw her holding a glass of wine will go down in history books yeah yeah i would do anything like the timing was crazy i was like oh i guess it's time to go like i took my silly little pictures with the 1989 screens and then i was like "Mm, okay and then i like was literally down at the stairs at the bottom of the stairs and then she came out and i was like oh my god wow that timing was impeccable she truly said u.s leg over here's my glass of wine no literally like Ugh. if in the pictures God. it was like in a chilled glass like she wasn't even off yeah. stage yet <laughs> like no, she was literally. like drinking like, wine already ready. i love that yeah it was so i crazy. love that for her the end well of that was la really. yeah and then we went to 
Houston and San Marcos last weekend for Taylor Fest. Yeah, which was so fun. Shout out to the two so of you fun. that we met at San Marcos. You guys are the realest. We love you. So true. When people come up to us and say we listen to your it's podcast, so like I don't think you guys understand how much it actually means to us. No, like it's actually so wild. Like the girl that we met, the first girl we met at San Marcos when she was like, yeah, I literally came because of your podcast. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. Kendra, start paying us for the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Paid ads. <laughs> yeah, paid ads. And then the second night sweetest girl ever gave us bracelets with our favorite songs yes and it was the girl that saw me in the palm springs airport which is so crazy because i remember talking about this on the podcast and i remember being like no like you should have said hi and then she came up and said hi to us at taylor fest and she was like yeah i was the girl that saw you at the palm springs airport and my sister was like if i don't come like she was like i have to come say hi to you guys tonight and i was like and then she made us bracelets that said afterglow and clean on them and it was so cute no that was like seriously the most thoughtful thing ever and i have my bracelet like it's like on display in my room (laughs) like i have it it, in my little like pile of bracelets that i can't put with the rest of my bracelets because i'm gonna wear them all the time yeah yeah it's just like it's seriously like if you see us at taylor fest or wherever say hi because it's just like blows my mind that people care about what we have to say you know like we no, just literally. ramble like, on about like taylor swift <laughs> and like it's so cute that because i feel like it's like we have like friends you know like i feel like if you say hi yeah. like now i have a new friend and it's just like so fun yeah. that that's like, like this they is know what everything about together. our life <laughs> yeah like that's so cute and i just want to like message them and be like okay now you tell me all about your life you know yeah yeah it's just so fun. So make sure you say hi to us and thank you if you have in the past because I know a lot of people have. Um, yeah. You're the best. We but yeah, you. I think that's kind of it. Yeah, as if we didn't just talk for an hour and 15 minutes. I know. That's it. And that's it. And I'm leaving tomorrow and I haven't unpacked and I need to oh pack Oh my God, again. wait. I didn't. I talked about the Grey's Anatomy. I didn't talk about the fact that I met Flavor Flav. <gasps> okay, How we said the I most forget? important till the end let okay, tell guys, us tell us tell this this is the best okay this was on 8-7 when I had floor I saw that Flava Flav was going to that show and I saw that he wanted to trade bracelets and I was like guys I literally said like to everyone I was like I have to meet Flava Flav tonight like I literally have to this is my dream and I was like texting our group chat for Taylor Fest and I was like telling everyone I was with I was like I have to go see Flava Flav I texted Alicia because I knew she brought her bracelet kit with her and I was like um can you make me a bracelet for Flava Flav and I wanted to say Flavor Slay and so she made one for him and she like brought it for me to bring to him at the Eras tour and I like got it I brought in I had just met um Joe Wilson from Grey's Anatomy I had just met her and I was like okay where is Flavor Flav like this man has to be here somewhere so then we started making like some laps after Gracie like before I went on we started to just like lap around the floor to like see if we could find people because we wanted to know who was there I walk up and I can see Flavor Flav and I was like oh my god there he is and I like shoved my phone and my drink because I had just gotten an alcoholic beverage I shoved it into Alicia's hands and I was like I have to go give him this bracelet and it was the same thing where like they were shoving everybody along but I was like trying to wait because Flavor Flav was trying to take a bracelet off to give to me and I had just given him the one that I made for him or that Alicia made for him for me and he like took a bracelet off he broke one of them trying to take them off and I was like oh my god like this man, like they were like shoving me along and Flavor Flav is trying to give me a bracelet and he breaks one off of his wrist he has this huge like 
diamond clock hanging around his neck you know and he has like this hat that he like custom made to say karma it was literally the best thing i've ever seen no his outfit and was insane <laughs> his outfit was so good and so he takes the bracelet finally gets it off his wrist i'm like trying they're like trying to shove me out and i'm like walking so slow because i'm like trying to keep moving but like i need this bracelet for the flave and he takes it off his wrist. He puts it around his fingers. He spreads his whole hand out and like takes my wrist and physically puts it over my hand and onto my wrist. And then I was like walking away and I took a selfie with him in the background because I was like, I have to prove that I just met Flavor Flav. Like this is not real life. And so I traded bracelets with Flavor Flav and I took a picture with him kind of as I was walking away. No, the it trading bracelets incredible. is crazy. No, like I thought it was like, I'm going to try. I'm like literally never getting rid of this bracelet. Like it's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. It makes me so. Do you think he made it? Well, I don't know because he was, like, making them. He didn't make them. He, like, had other people make them for him. Okay. Like, he asked Swifties to make bracelets and, like, mail them to him so that he could trade them. That's cute. But also, I wish yeah. he made them. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so now Flavor Flav has a Flavor Slay bracelet from me. <laughs> he's just, like, it's like a simulation. Like, we're not living in a real world where he's just, like, no. there trading bracelets in that outfit. No, like, the Eras Tour is just, like, a Twilight Zone. It like, truly is. And fans are equals. <laughs> it's so weird. So true. Yeah, that was really important. Like, I'm glad so we didn't accessible. forget that. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe I forgot to say that. That was, like... You ought to save like, the best for last. Never, yeah, I will never get rid of that bracelet. It'll be with me forever. That's it's, going down yeah. in history like flavor flavor. I remember texting my parents right after and my dad said, "What?" And like, <laughs> like 18 exclamation points. <laughs> like he has a, a bracelet from me. I was like, I just traded friendship bracelets with flavor flavor and I like sent them the picture my dad was that like, "That sentence feels like we're living in a simulation." <laughs> friendship bracelets like so crazy. Imagine if us like thir- okay, we weren't alive 30 years ago, but like 15 years yeah. ago, imagine if they heard that. No, like insane. I'd insane. be like the world is not real no literally not real at all um also okay one last thing our taylor fest instagram got oh my god yeah how could we take it it got banned because someone reported us for um impersonation of a celebrity or like pretending to be someone else even though like we're not Taylor Swift. We're just a Taylor Swift night. And it, it doesn't say anywhere on the Instagram like that we are Taylor Swift. Like it always says like a party for Swifties by Swifties. Like yeah. on nowhere on and there we claim to like, be Taylor. And other club nights use Taylor's face all the time. Like it makes sense. Yeah. And we use it less than them. Like most of our pictures are yeah. flyer announcements and them dancing. And it yeah. just like is not true obviously and so we're trying to get right. in contact with somebody yeah from instagram and it's the most impossible thing ever if you guys have ever like tried to contact someone on instagram it's so hard because there's no customer service it's all robots so like we tried to appeal it and instead of them giving us a chance to appeal it they just went ahead and banned us forever and we almost had 10k yeah. followers like literally so close and it's our main yeah. way of marketing the shows so like it's pretty much impossible to like do our marketing right now because we don't have Instagram and it's like the way because like we go to a bunch of different cities so like so many different people from different places follow us to find out when we're coming to them and we're like trying to announce these new cities and it's like hard because now we don't have the same audience and like 
it's just been a mess so if you guys know anyone at instagram or any like have any advice or like thoughts on something that we could do please dm us on instagram because well dm our podcast account because the taylor fest account doesn't exist anymore um right right because we need help (laughs) this is us trying desperately desperately need help like we need help so bad and we're trying so hard to like figure out a way to appeal it or all of that we just like really don't want to start over and make a new account because obviously we we would lose so many people that way and like we're just trying to yeah. like the the worst part is is like we're just trying to like throw dance parties that make people happy and like <laughs> I like it just sucks you know yeah. well that and there's just like actual bad Instagrams out there that like aren't getting banned and of course it's like our silly little dance night exactly fan page that gets removed like come on and you know I could cut this out I don't know if I will <laughs> but I was saying How's just Ashley still standing and we're not? No, literally. Like, who's impersonating? Let's be serious for a second. Let's be so Do not cut this out. Real. You need to leave it in here. <laughs> okay, the people you need, need to, leave to know. The people need they to know. They all agree. If just you Ashley like just is Ashley. still standing and we are not. And we're trying to spread, like, love and happiness and give people a place to be themselves. <laughs> and that's that. And on that note, <laughs> I'm going to go cry. <laughs> on that note, love you, bye. <laughs> love you guys. Follow us on Instagram because, you know, <laughs> maybe we'll turn into the Taylor Fest account. Um, burning we'll the Disco Down pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll post the flyers. flyers. Yeah. Just in case you, so you don't miss a show. Um, follow us on TikTok, burning the disco down. And we have a question box. We answered someone's question in this episode, but you can always submit questions, thoughts, ask for advice, tell us stories, just say hi. It's all anonymous. So no one will ever know who you are. Just like say nice stuff. for advice again. That was fun. Please ask for yeah, advice. Yeah. Ask us for so advice. Fun. I don't even know if we like gave good advice, but it is fun to answer. It's just fun. I feel like I'm in like a silly little journalism or like you could give us advice on how to get our instagram back (laughs) yeah that too i'll take anything at this point yeah give me advice (laughs) constructive criticism that's so nice please yeah please be nice though and fragile i cry all the time (laughs) kaya's mark or kaya's crying is our only (laughs) marketing tool for everything that we do yeah, it's, we've recently realized that my crying videos <laughs> <laughs> they slay. Really put in the work. <laughs> so, if you okay, see well, crying on your for you page, that's why. <laughs> if you, yeah, please like the video and interact, because <laughs> we're so sad. <laughs> okay, love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 bye.